Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. everybody welcome back to popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly john hughes month in week three yeah. uh and yet somehow we are still within the same two years of <laughs> all of these movies coming out yep. that we've been talking about so friggin crazy it's insane uh there's a little bit of stuff that i read that uh may shed a little light on it okay um not that it's like a mystery like how could they have done this like well no you know make a bunch of movies Mm -hmm. But just some of the stuff sort of behind the scenes about it uh, may answer some of the questions that we had about this movie. Some okay. of the questions that I had about this okay. movie. I was going to say, because like, once again, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're going to need to just jump right into this. The movie we're talking about this week is the 1985 teen science fiction comedy film Weird Science. I don't think we've ever had a more appropriately titled film mm, on the show in terms of like yeah, describing is, how is, fucking weird this movie is. Yes. I think this is the first movie we've ever we've ever done with a theme song. That was one of my notes was to to ask if that was the first the movie. The first one, yeah. Yeah. It, as long as you're not counting, you know, anything like Halloween because we did Halloween Resurrection and it's like, well, that has the Halloween theme. Like, no, 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 no. We're talking about like a goofy yeah fucking like this is the name of the movie kind of song yeah <laughs> you know? like like mcgruber yeah or uh or um ghostbusters yeah you know like movies like that where it's like it's the theme mm -hmm. it tells you what's happening <laughs> like it's one of those kinds of movies i don't and it does not detract from this movie at all if anything it like helps to at least set the tone so that you know you're not in for anything more serious <laughs> yeah than weird science <laughs> da -da 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 -da. so fucking 80s so 80s like i was reading you know when we were doing breakfast club about how like it's like the seminal 80s movie and it's like okay maybe but this one might be just the most 80s movie, you know, like <laughs> mm -hmm. it's just everything 80s. The fucking the, the outfits, yeah. the music, the hair, the hair, the technology. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting this level of like weird and awkward. Yeah, awkward and 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 moments of like, man, people really thought this was like funny mm -hmm. you know like it's really sad to yeah. have to say something like that yeah. you know like <laughs> you, you 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 start something like john hughes month mm -hmm. and you know we sort of like uh handcuffed ourselves because it's like oh well, you know we've seen ferris bueller too much we, you know we both have seen it so many times yeah to talk about it I, I don't know if that would be any good yeah we essentially both grew up on that movie yeah so it's like we couldn't do something like that um and then also 
hysterically finding out that Pretty in Pink was actually not directed by John Hughes yes. that was originally on our list. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, Pretty in Pink. And then I looked into it. And I was like, oh, my God, wait, he just wrote it. He didn't he, he didn't actually direct it. I don't know yeah. if we should count that. So it was like, OK, so no Pretty in Pink either. Um, well, OK, there's weird science. Yeah. Let's watch that. That's one of his movies. Yeah. Like I have heard that name before. I had not. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like that was really the 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 most of it for me mm-hmm. was the fact that I had heard the name Weird Science and I had a vague notion of what it was about okay. in terms of like nerds create a woman, like a simulation woman, something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was really all that I had to go on. Um, I wasn't wrong. No. Uh, but I was surprised that like that's it. Yeah. Like, that is the movie. The elevator pitch of this movie is the movie. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's just like, two teen kids uh, create a sexy lady on a computer. Yeah. That's all. That's There's the whole thing. 13 boys. Yeah. And it's like, I can accept a movie that has, like, that shallow of depth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. like, essentially, it's a goofy idea and it's all in service of being a like ridiculous fantastical comedy that doesn't make sense sometimes and has yeah. silly things like what I sort of thought of was like Hot Rod. Okay. You've, seen, you've seen, yeah, mm-hmm. you've seen that, right? Once. Yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> we're like, it's there's nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not like Rod learns something or yeah. <laughs> Bill Hader's character, or Danny McBride's character, any of those people like become better yeah. or anything like that. It's just the fact that it's like, okay, he's a stuntman, he sucks, and this world is insane. So the most ridiculous shit in the world can happen, and it just will. And yeah. you just have to accept it. And if you think it's funny, then you like it. And if you don't think it's funny, then you're like, well, this didn't make any sense. <laughs> And it just sucks that this movie falls into that camp for me where it's like, okay, so all you are is hot lady, nerdy kids, make jokes out of it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the jokes. Yeah. I had very few moments in this where I wrote down like, that was funny or that made me laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was one specific <laughs> moment that got a laugh out of me that I like, it almost made me hate the movie for it. Where it was like, <laughs> you have like, again... A decent performance yeah. from Anthony Michael Hall specifically, like third movie in a row mm-hmm. where it's like, I mean, well, okay, Breakfast Club, his character wasn't necessarily any of the problems to me. You know, it, it mm-hmm. was all pretty good. But like, just again, he's performing. He's doing really good. He's yeah. not like phoning it in or, or, or you know, repeating everything he did before. Mm-hmm. You know, he's still finding little things in it yeah. where it's like, oh, oh, this is this is a little a little older, a little taller, a little yeah. ganglier. He, I, I did write one of my first notes was like, he finally looks like he's not a freshman. Yeah, yeah. That was a big, <laughs> like that first shot when they pan up the two of them. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, yeah, hey, look at him. Look hey, at him go. He's at least a sophomore. Yeah, like it's, it's hysterical that we watched them in the order we did specifically because it was like a little kid Mm -hmm. and then growth spurt movie and then movie after the growth spurt (laughs) (laughs) like he's the tall one of the two yeah there's two people and he's the tall one oh my god that's amazing um but it's like you have him the other kid whose name uh he he's barely in anything else ever Right. I looked into it and I was just like, who is it? Like, like is, is he, do I, do I just not remember him when he grows up and he yeah. does other stuff and he's barely in anything? It's like Elan, Ilan, I L A N, Mitchell Smith, Elon Mitchell Smith, I guess is yeah. his name. 
But like, he's great. Honestly, I thought he was good. Oh, yeah. He has a really good teenager voice. Mm -hmm. It's so good. <laughs> it, it made me think of like, if you did this movie right now, you'd get that kid who played Chuck in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark to play that kid. Yes. They got that similar kind of like just distinctive, mm -hmm. like not a little kid, but you're also you haven't like fully dropped your voice. Yeah. <laughs> voice range. You know, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, loved him. I even really liked Kelly LeBrock yeah. as Lisa. She has yeah. some wonderful things that she does in service of scenes that are so batshit crazy. <laughs> and the only reason that I wasn't, that I didn't just like completely like give up and just be like, what is, what is even going on? Is because of the charm of her, like, <laughs> her being like seemingly all knowing of shit and like, you know, like super mm -hmm. like powerful and whatever. Yeah. Somehow failing to understand how weird everything is, yeah. you know, like how weird it is that she is there with them in any capacity or she just doesn't care. I mean, that's you could. Yeah, you could look at it that way, too. I mean, she's just that cool that she just she doesn't care. Like, all right, I exist now. Let's do this shit. Yeah. Um, and, she's you know, like, she's like a Janet. <laughs> I know I haven't watched much of the show, but I get the reference. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and then, you know, even even as batshit as the character is, you got Bill Paxton as Chet. Um, I love Bill Paxton. Yeah, that was a oh. wonderful surprise. I yes. absolutely did not know that no, he was in this. Me no, neither. Not, not, not at all. Obviously, you could tell while we were watching it. Yeah, I, I, I noted your out. reaction when his name <laughs> popped up on the screen. It was hysterical. Um Okay, you get the gist of the movie. They're two nerds. Nobody likes them. They literally say that. Like, one of the first lines of the movie, nobody likes us. Nobody. Mm -hmm. I just wrote, ouch. Yeah. Like, okay, well, that sets the stage. Like, these are, like, the, the ultimate outcasts, I guess. Still live in fantastic, gigantic homes and apparently mm -hmm. have maids. Yeah. Ugh. That's Shermer, like Illinois for you. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, considering <laughs> it's set in the same goddamn place. Mm -hmm. Um. It was actually filmed in Highland Park. Yeah, I saw that at the end, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Hey, which uh, little tour of the suburbs? Knowing Highland Park, yeah, that they have maids. <laughs> they yeah. they pay for pooper scooper service. So uh, yeah, I do. And you know what's funny too is that they mentioned that maid at the beginning, and I was like expecting something to come of that, and nothing, mm -hmm. nothing does. No. Um, which whatever. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like strike one movie <laughs> dropping the maid subplot. What's wrong with you? Um, but you know they're nerds. The girls don't like them. Or I mean, truthfully, it's it's like the whole gist of the movie is that they make this woman mm -hmm. to like. I don't even know if they if what their specific purpose is, but it seems like in the gist of the whole movie is it's like they make this perfect woman to help them get other girls yeah you essentially, know? yeah because he uh what was anthony michael hall's gary 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 and wyatt right but yeah gary had said something along the lines of like you know we can ask her questions and mm. you know play out scenarios and, right, and right, things right. like that so they were essentially making themselves a like girl encyclopedia yeah um which <laughs> like this is sort of what I meant in terms of like issues from the top, like just realizing what kind of movie it was going to be. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, that it's, I mean, I know, <laughs> you know, um, knowing that it's a movie where they 
create a woman you know what i mean like mm-hmm. do do something fantastical it's like a clearly like a fantasy scenario kind of thing yeah so it's like okay i, I know that that's what we're working with here <laughs> um it's just the like the sloppiness in getting it done mm-hmm. in the movie where it's just like okay so we have them and they're nerds and they want to make this woman uh we got to get to them yeah. having having this woman she needs to be here so the them creating it, mm-hmm. it's it, it was uh it, it was just it felt very sloppy, very like poorly put together. Specifically, the fact that they're sitting there and they're watching Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And okay, if if you didn't know exactly what was going into this movie, were you at all fooled for a second, thinking that they were going to create an actual Frankenstein woman? Was that ever on the table? No. Okay, I just, I was just making I, sure because I realized <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, if you didn't know. That it was like a we made a computer woman. Then when they start talking about Frankenstein and he's yeah. like, oh yeah, oh, fucking Frankenstein, you might be swayed to be like, oh god, really? Oh no. <laughs> um, but that's what's so like sloppy about it is that he gets the idea from watching Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I actually had a note. I wondered if this was one of the first movies where somebody gets the idea for the movie based on watching a movie. You know, yeah. I don't know how you would ever track that, but I want I'll, I'll put this one up as as a possibility, and then we'll <laughs> someone just be, yeah yeah someone will, someone will disprove it, and we'll keep getting further back until we find the first one. <laughs> um, but so yeah, he's watching fucking Frankenstein, and then he just gets the idea in his head of like we need to make a woman, and it's like okay, so how are they gonna? Like you gotta have something mm-hmm. movie. You have to have like a thing that they do. As ridiculous as it might be, you have to have like an actual plan <laughs> for what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fucking vague. He's just like, we'll just we'll we'll shove pictures mm-hmm. into a computer and it will scan Einstein's brain from the picture of him that they've yep. that they've fed into the computer yep. not even like scanned or copied or like emailed to mm-hmm. literally fed it into it like they were feeding it to a shredder yeah and then it takes his IQ and it puts it in their magic woman or whatever mm-hmm. and and the same thing with a whole bunch of other pictures including David Lee Roth and I was like I don't want any David Lee Roth in my women. That is insane. That is the most ridiculous thing to have put in there. None of it. Uh, David Bowie, maybe. Yeah, David Bowie makes sense. Um, but it's it's just it's such a vague, ridiculous like thing. And as they're doing it, because it's like you know they're doing all the other shit too, where they're like programming her boob size mm-hmm. and you know doing all the whatever, all this other crap. And I'm sitting there and I'm like. In what way is this like Frankenstein? <laughs> like, you they're, know what I mean? Like, they're creating a, a life. It's just so stupid. Like, yeah, it's, get, yeah. using Frankenstein to give him the idea yeah. to do something that is absolutely not Frankenstein yeah. is just so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, that is lazy. And then I fucking looked into it. And not like specifically like, why did this movie suck? <laughs> but I was just like reading about it. And I saw one thing, again, grain of salt, IMDb fucking trivia page. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the deep dive. It's just not happening. <laughs> I'm not going to go and like search out the sources of everything. But allegedly, John Hughes wrote this movie in two days. It shows. Yes, it does. This reads and watches and feels like a, like. 
school project. Half draft, <laughs> not even a full first draft. Like it just sort of got to the end and is like, well, we'll make it more exciting later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess we'll we'll just end it with her just fixing everything and everything's fine and who cares? Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it just ends, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, really? They don't have to do a thing, yeah, other than talk mean to a bunch of mutant bikers. Which again, it was just the most batshit fucking thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Like I I got the reference that it's from uh, like the Road Warrior, like Mad Max, mm-hmm. that shit. Uh, I did not know that the guy who played the like lead guy plays the lead guy in Road Warrior. Oh. <laughs> so it's like it's an actual like that's him. It's, yeah. it's it, you know, it's like coming out of the movie into their house mm-hmm. or something, which then just raises further questions of like, does anyone recognize him? Yeah. Like, does anyone is anyone sitting there like, oh, my God, it's the guys from the Road Warrior. <laughs> like nobody <laughs> mentions it by name. Um, so it's like, wait a minute. Hold on. OK, whatever. But like that whole sequence the powers that Lisa apparently has mm-hmm. that are completely unexplained yep. and they just happen because, hey, this might be funny and mm-hmm. usually it's not, you know, it, it was it. The whole thing felt sloppy. Yeah. And just kind of like, what, yeah. do, what are we what are we trying to get at here? In the midst of all of that, were they like hacking into like a military computer? Is that what that was? <laughs> I guess like that was one of those moments where I was like. Man, this feels like such a relic mm-hmm. in ways that are like completely incomprehensible to me now. You know what I mean? Where it's like it's not so much, you know, it's not like a fucking like movie from the 90s where you see somebody with like a brick cell phone yeah. or something and you're yeah. like, whoa, man, that brings me back. You know what I mean? But yeah. you understand what's happening. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, he's got a cell phone. It's just yeah. one of those old gigantic ones. In this one, I didn't understand half of the shit that they were doing with those computers. Like, yeah. like. Like the phone where you like put the phone on that. Like, was that the Internet? Yeah, that's in, how, in 1985. That, that's, that's how you tapped into the, the phone line was through an actual like phone receiver. Yeah, it was like a cradle that you jam the phone receiver into. Like mm-hmm. that's insane. Like it's not just you know, just plug the phone line into something. You literally take the receiver and have to plug that into something. You know what the, I mean? Like yeah, that, that's I, what seems so crazy to me. Yeah. I was like, why is this not running through the cable that's going into the phone? Why, why do they have the middle ground of the phone receiver? You think that would be worse? Yeah. I don't understand how that works at all. Yeah, I've no but yeah, idea. that was crazy silly. No idea what that place was with that guy where they keep yeah. kept like tapping into the power or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that was another thing of like sloppiness of them getting into it where it was just like, uh, so these kids, they uh, they know how to do everything with computers, I guess. They just, you know what I mean? He, yeah. he just tells them like, hey, we need, to, uh, we need more power. Hack into somewhere. And the other kid's like, okay, I got it. Because yeah. kids know how to do that. You know what I mean? Like there was no no they're, reasoning, no rationale to it. It wasn't, you know, it's just it's like just, he, they're ultra nerds. Yeah, I mean, That's, but they're really not. He even says that he got that like as a Christmas present or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not even like this is my passion. I sit here and I do computer shit all the time. Yeah. You know, it, it, at least it's never brought up. Like, you know, <laughs> there's never a moment of him being like the specific super computer nerd until they start working on this woman yeah and gary starts giving him ridiculous demands and he's just like okay i guess i can do that like i don't understand how that idea got past the first (laughs) like level of figuring it out you know and the movie just goes into a montage to be like yeah 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 they get to the woman or whatever yeah and it was just like i just i was like i wanted that that's the problem it's like (laughs) i understand that they skipped over it because they just wanted to get on with it 
Mm-hmm. But it's like I needed that. I really wanted that moment of them being like, <laughs> so how are we going to do this? And come up with anything. Yeah. Because really the first thing is like Gary would be like, hey, I have an idea. We need to create a woman. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Wyatt's <laughs> answer should have been out of what? Yeah. And then they should like, you know, because in the end, it's like it's a doll. They have a doll hooked up to it. Like, how do they expect that to turn real? That is where like, why do they believe they can do this? That's really the question. I wish I knew. I don't understand how these kids believe that this might work. Magic. I I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) Like, like you get away with this kind of shit in like Back to the Future Mm-hmm. Because you you assume that Doc Brown knows what he's talking about. Like there's a character who mm-hmm. who like has the so-called experience or knowledge of this like completely impossible thing. Yeah. But they have that. He's a so professor. you Yeah, so you trust the character <laughs> and you're like, okay, let's go. But then in this case, it's like two dipshits. Yeah. And, and there's two 15-year-old dipshits. Two 15-year-old dipshits sitting around like mad that they have to jerk off instead of like dating girls and they're like <laughs> let's just make a woman yeah and that's that's it and the idea came from a movie it wasn't even like they got their hands on some like secret plans mm-hmm. of like how to create a person and they go yeah. like oh, we could create a woman with this they literally just go like let's create a woman okay yeah and that's it that's what? and then they just do it yeah that's what i didn't like about this movie like i was i wanted something something of substance underneath it instead of just being like it's hysterical if they made a woman who like does all this stuff with them Mm -hmm. so get us there yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like as quickly as you can as few questions asked as possible (laughs) like just do it yeah unfortunately that raises all the questions. Yeah, like anything to do with what her powers are, like what is <laughs> what is actually functionally happening in the world? Like yeah. when they when they go to do it again. Cause like when they when they create her, like mm-hmm. all fucking hell breaks loose. Like yeah. all sorts of shit is going on. The house is like exploding. There's just like, you know, all sorts of zaniness is happening. And my whole issue with the the way that this movie like does it kind of didn't even hit me until later in the movie <laughs> because of this so they're 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 creating her mm-hmm. and all sorts of zany crazy shit is going on you know the computer's running super fast and it like you know whatever and then this crazy fucking like red cloud storm rolls in mm-hmm. and starts like wow, wow, zapping down with lightning and shit mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's what it is. Some like magical happenstance mm-hmm. fired some electricity down just at the same time they were making their thing. Mm-hmm. And due to insane, you know, uh, coincidences, <laughs> their woman became real. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay. That at least gives just a tiny little yeah. bit of like, if it if that storm hadn't rolled through, they would have just sat there looking at that dumb doll and been like, wow, that was dumb. Why did we think that would work? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then later in the movie, they're making a new girl for fucking Robert Downey Jr. and his buddy. Mm-hmm. And while they're making it, the red storm rolls in. Because yeah. I thought it wasn't going to work. 
I thought the whole thing is that they were going to go through all this shit yeah. and it wasn't going to be able to make them a woman. And they were yeah. going to be like, you fucking nerds or something. You know, yeah. something else would happen. And then the Red Storm rolls in and I, I wrote in my notes. I was like, wait, they summoned it? Apparently. <laughs> Somehow their actions on these computers summoned some sort of like malevolent evil electrical storm from hell that brings things to life. Like what? And 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 yep. then it just completely lost me. I was just I mean, as silly as that is, like the storm is what made me but it really I realized I was like, oh, they didn't there's no thought in this. There's no like Yeah. Like yeah. even just something as tiny as that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so many movies that involve you know, so many comedy movies that involve like some weird little bit of fantasy mm-hmm. that does something to something mm-hmm. and then they have to deal with it, and that's yeah. how it goes. But in this case, it was like, no, 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 no. They're just geniuses. <laughs> They're <laughs> accidental out, geniuses. Yeah, who found out how they could make magic women with indeterminate powers, including, like, changing their clothes when they walked from one room to the next. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we're in different suits. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? Why? And you know, And then she just makes a car out of nowhere mm-hmm. and is driving it around and then also as soon as she gets her name changes the license plate number to her name just like whoop. yep like oh so she can literally manifest anything she's a janet and make it do anything yeah <sighs> then okay if if you have that like mm-hmm. like at this point it's like i'm just like rolling with it you know what i mean where it's like if if these ideas are getting thrown at me and it's like you can't turn them down yeah. Once they come to you, <laughs> but then you can try to negotiate. But as soon as the next thing rolls in, you can't change that. You know what I mean? Like how how horrifying it would be in this sense, because it would be like, all right. And they just they make a woman and it works perfectly. And she has all the powers of the world. Like, oh, my God, all the powers of the world. OK, well, then what happens at the end? It needs to be so huge that even her powers can't do it. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be another one of those house party things where the whole house gets ruined. Mm hmm. And the parents are out of town and they're coming yeah. home. Yeah. It's like, who fucking cares? She could snap her fingers and it's done. Yeah. She mind wipes Gary's parents horrifically. Yeah. He forgets his son exists. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a joke in this movie. Yeah. Is that she's just like, you guys are too tough on him. Bam. You don't get to remember him anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I'm hoping... I'm hoping that that wore off like everything it, else did. See, but they keep going back to it and it never gets better. I know. You know what I mean? Like if they had come back to it and it was like uh, like a little semblance of him like regaining some of his memory mm-hmm. of his son. But it's just like there's like I think three instances where they go back to them afterwards. Yeah. And each time she's like, it's Gary. And he's like shut up. <laughs> like yeah. He's like completely unreceptive to it. Yeah. And it's like, oh. So once all this fantasy bullshit is over and Gary goes home, what happens? Yeah. Does his father know who that is? Yeah. Like when he walks in the door and his mom is like, Gary, and his dad is like, that sounded a lot like SpongeBob. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But she says, Gary. And then fucking he. (laughs) Gary. Um but and then and then he looks at him and it's just like who the fuck is this kid? Yeah, you know what, what I mean? the fuck are you doing in my house? Yeah, like what happens to that family? I guess it's like it seems like a happy ending, but that's uh, there's something. It, Gary's life from then on is not the same or good at all. Oh, 
is going to be bad because yeah. his parents like there's going to be like they're definitely getting divorced. Oh, yeah. For one reason or another, whether it's like because they realize that it's like this is too too much. We, we need to split. Or if she just, you know, if he's just like, oh, I got to get out of here. This is insanity. Yeah. I don't know who this kid is. <laughs> like, that's a nightmare scenario for Gary. So bad news for him. Um, and also, once Lisa's gone, I don't see why Chet wouldn't just murder Wyatt. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, she's gone. <laughs> oh, kid. Yeah. I was willing to murder a stranger. I will not hesitate to murder you. <laughs> like, the fact that he puts the gun in Gary's girlfriend's face. Yes. Like, he busts into the room, sees Gary, knows that he's his brother's friend. Mm -hmm. So he aims the gun at him. Yeah. Which, whoa. <laughs> and he's like, where the fuck is my brother? And then the girl wakes up and he just, like, shoves the barrel in her face, too. Where it's like, dude. You, I, I, yeah, I wrote, I was just, I just like, Chad's an absolute madman. This absolutely. is insanity. Yeah. They did make a, a remark early on about, like, why Wyatt keeps putting up with his shit. Yeah, I mean, I believe me, I understand like, the, like, concept of, like, of, of, of the character's brother, like, you know, mm -hmm. being, like, all on his case. But the fact that he is, like, he's just ready to kill yeah. everyone in the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's it, it, yeah he's he's lunatic but mm -hmm. he would be totally like right in taking some sort of <laughs> revenge <laughs> after being turned into that horrific shit monster yeah that was probably one of my least favorite things i've ever seen and not just in like ew yeah more so just in the case of like this isn't funny yeah this is like stupid mm -hmm. like I you it's like you get like half a chuckle out of the idea. It's like oh, because he's a piece of shit. Get mm -hmm. it? And uh, and that was definitely like sad to see. Like I didn't <laughs> I didn't want it to come to that. Like you yeah. have this movie, you have this script, you have this idea, and you're like, you know what? We need to spend a lot of money on yeah uh, a fucking shit monster puppet that sort of looks like Bill Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope that thing doesn't God. exist anymore. Oh, God, right? Like, that's just the worst thing in the world. Holy Christ. For, for the sake of Bill Paxton's legacy, that thing needs <laughs> yeah. to burn. Yeah, really. He didn't deserve that. Um, and then there's other parts of the movie that are just like, like, they're just, they're so long of the same, like, joke mm -hmm. that is already uncomfortable in the first place. Yeah. Like the scene at the bar? Yeah. I mean, that entire sequence of them going out for the first night, I just wrote, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. So when Gary gets drunk, he gets super racist. Yeah, he does. Holy shit. This is what is happening in this movie. <laughs> um, but like, they're here and they shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. And they get into hijinks and, you know, maybe they. They're forced to drink. Yeah, they're forced to drink. Maybe it'll be one of those things where like one of them like hits on a lady and mm -hmm. his her guy doesn't like it, you know, or something like that. Yeah. But in the end, it's like, no, no, no. They, they just get drunk and they sit around and Anthony Michael Hall does that voice for about. 10 minutes it was and that's the joke yep there's nothing else in there there's not even like sight gags yeah or or like anything. other than him like looking like a drunk teenager yeah it's literally just like isn't it hysterical 
mm-hmm. that he's doing this voice mm-hmm. in like, front of all of these black guys. Yeah, and it's like, like nope. I can't imagine this killing at any point in time, <laughs> but it must have been a very distinctly 80s thing. Yeah. If any of these jokes were like, oh, my God, <laughs> because nothing's working now. Yeah. Uh, like I had said earlier, a few brief moments of true hilarity other than sometimes Lisa, because she's, you know, she's <laughs> mm-hmm. just she is really charming and just has like a great vibe about her the like sort of i i read something i think kelly lebrock herself uh described her as mary poppins with breasts i was like <laughs> that's a better pitch of this movie than yeah <laughs> than the movie that we got yeah i'd prefer to watch that um <laughs> but the one one thing that that uh actually made me laugh i i had started talking about this <laughs> right near the top i mentioned about how there was a joke that made me so mad that mm-hmm. this was like the only thing that made me laugh in this movie with all of these great people in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever actually got back around to mentioning what that joke was. No. It's when those fucking mutants, like, I didn't necessarily like the whole mutants thing. I was right. like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. And this is the stupidest way to, I'm going to get distracted again, but whatever. This is <laughs> the stupidest way for her to like teach them to stand up for themselves. Yeah. It's like, Lady, <laughs> you are like all powerful and all knowing. Mm-hmm. They created you, and you even said to them, "Like, hey, I'm yours. Like, what do you want to do?" Mm-hmm. And they can't even make a move on you. Yeah. Why do you think that the <laughs> mutants are like that? They're suddenly going to be able to stand up to the mutants. That's the step you take. You go all the way to mutants brandishing guns at kids and shit. Like, that's insanity. <laughs> that is the craziest thing. Like, you're lucky none of these kids called the cops. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously they don't have real... cell phones, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like it seems like there are sometimes real consequences to the things that Lisa does. Yeah. Sometimes there's not, apparently, but sometimes there are. Yeah. And, you know, it, throwing these mutants into the mix is like you're just begging for a real thing that you can't change <laughs> to happen and mm-hmm. be like, oh, no. I mean, I can fix a house, but that kid's dead. Yeah. And I can't. Can't Sorry, undo guys. That. Yeah, that's done. That <laughs> happened. Um, but <laughs> once he, you know, uh, aims the gun at the 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 lead mutant and you know threatens him and mm-hmm. tells him off and they're all gonna leave and all that. I loved the general vibe of all of the mutants leaving, like especially mm-hmm. the girl starting it off with just like it's the lovely home you have here. Yeah. Like as they're leaving, <laughs> like being really generous and like nice and like apologetic about all the shit that just happened. Mm-hmm. Like that is a hysterical concept. <laughs> but the one line of this movie that actually got a laugh out of me is is <laughs> When the guy, the one guy playing the mutants, I know he's from the original Hills Have Eyes. I always forget his name. I think it's Is Bar- he Barrymore, like Barryman, Michael kind Barryman. Of a, like, yeah, he's kind of got like a pointed. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. He's very distinctive looking. He, mm-hmm. he plays a lot of horror movie stuff, and because of that, makes sense. Yeah, but and also he's hysterical because of how like awesome and genuine and nice and cool he is you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like i've seen tons of stuff with him where he's just like he's just the nicest coolest dude in the world (laughs) but he's like he can play the scariest creepiest guy in the world yeah but him leaving and saying god bless you as he's leaving 
that got a fucking <laughs> laugh out of me. Like, I liked his line just before that where he says something about, like, you know, this could affect my teaching career or something. Yeah. Like, if you could, like, not mention this to anybody or something like that. Like, that was that was warming me up to the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, this, this whole thing is pretty funny that the mutants, like, they don't, like, blip out of existence, but they, like, meekly leave the area like that's mm-hmm. a very funny joke and it's the god bless you as he goes that just got me man that was the funniest fucking thing it was like i wonder if that was even john hughes's idea or if that was you know just what I mean? yeah, if that was just him being like oh oh this will kill yeah god bless you <laughs> like, oh it's perfect so 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 funny i'm gonna give the credit to the actor yeah really but like i said it almost made me upset at the whole rest of the movie that I was like <laughs> one one off the cuff over his shoulder line from a dude who's in the movie for like four minutes maybe yeah is funnier than anything the stars of this movie do yeah like what the fuck that is uh, that is not a good like return on investment <laughs> like I'm sitting here spending 90 minutes of my time 80 Eight of them are with these two fucking kids, and they can't get a single goddamn laugh. And then this dude rolls in for a second and is like, God bless you. And it's like, oh, steals the scene, steals the goddamn movie. (laughs) We've mentioned so, so many ridiculous things from this movie, so Mm -hmm. many ridiculous scenes and stuff. I mean, when Gary goes home with Lisa to meet his parents Mm -hmm. and his parents are just like what the fuck is Mm -hmm. happening here yep like what is this adult woman dressed like scantily clad Mm -hmm. doing with our 15 year old son like he came home with her yeah it wasn't even like he was home and she came over and was like hi can you know it's like no they were they were somewhere and then just came home and was like oh hey Mm -hmm. Let me introduce you to her. Like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. What has been happening? What is this? Yeah. And then the fact that she is basically just like, you guys just chill out. Yeah. Like, that's her whole vibe for everybody is like, Mm -hmm. everyone is way too uptight about this. Yeah. Which is kind of the like hilarity of her character (laughs) where it's like, no, 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 no. This is a serious red flag moment here that any reasonable person would have thousands of questions about yeah and she's just like you need to chill out yeah it's like there's like an eight year difference here at least yeah at the absolute minimum because i i feel like they said something about her being 23 obviously i mean she's she's infinite she is she is computer i don't even know um but that whole scene (laughs) <laughs> I was sitting there writing about it like I, I specifically I was like there's something hysterical about Lisa not understanding how weird this whole situation is like the scene is starting good I, mm-hmm. I like this vibe wondering mm-hmm. where it's gonna go yeah and then his dad just like flat out loses it yeah about it and he's just like all right you know what I'm done with this get out yeah. And she's just like, well, what? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Something about tossing off in the bathroom. And then that starts a huge thing. Yeah. Where his mom starts crying that he masturbates. Yeah. Which is like, this is a horrible household. I, I realized earlier I was talking about how like terrible it would be for Gary afterwards. Mm-hmm. Since his parents like don't remember. His dad doesn't remember him and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Still, though, the fact that he is apparently shamed 
enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that the, there's there's this aura of shame around masturbating. Yeah. That his mother will like sob, openly sob and weep. In front because, of a stranger. Yeah, because her 15-year-old son might jerk off in the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. But then everyone is shrieking at each other, like talking about jerking off. Mm-hmm. And like he won't stop doing the motions, which <laughs> is like off. tossing off, which was like decently <laughs> funny in in, yeah. in just the sense of just like, I wasn't, I get like, just like considering the absolute chaos of the scene. Yeah. But I, I at that point, I wrote down, this whole scene is batshit. Like this, yeah. this scene has gone insane. And then the next note is, and that was before the gun. Yes. When she fucking pulls out a gun and just jams it in Gary's dad's face. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's leaving with me. Yeah. And then cocks the gun. <laughs> Not just pointing it. Yeah. Like cocked Full finger on, on the are, trigger. We are ready. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't believe that this is happening. And I don't understand how this movie can continue from here. <laughs> like, yeah. what is the next step? Is the next step that like they're going to be driving and then a fucking police convoy is going to be coming for them because <laughs> his parents called the cops like this woman kidnapped our son or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is this, mm-hmm. oh, where is this even going? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, oh, no, it's fine. I just kind of wiped their memories poorly. Yeah. Because it's like the, it the like, mom seemed like it was okay. Yeah, like she forgot that the scenario happened. Yeah, she forgot that that whole meeting happened, but he forgot his son existed. Yeah, it seems like she just kind of like I don't even understand how she does the magic she does. They don't even. It's not like she like does a spell. Yeah, she's just like just, it happened. Mm-hmm. It's like well, you did it bad. Yeah, you broke him. <laughs> like, yeah. He is ruined. <laughs> he cannot remember his son. What have you done? Complete insanity. And the fact that it was just like no, yeah, everything's fine. It's cool. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And then also, I hated how much stuff in this movie had no relevance or consequence or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they try to make that other girl and they forget to put the doll in. Mm-hmm. So it, like, takes an image of a missile from a n- newspaper that it's lying on or whatever. Yeah. Somehow. Magic science. <laughs> and it creates the missile in their house. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Nope. Nothing ever comes of it. Yeah. None of the neighbors notice. Yeah. There's absolutely zero consequence of that happening because right at the end, it's just like, well, Lisa will fix it. Yep. Missile's gone. Yeah. Like every, every time it showed like, you know, fucking like furniture and people and all that kind of shit, like getting like sucked up through the chimney and fired off into the yard. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. It's going to be fine later. Yeah. You know, and and the parents coming home, it was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I know nothing is going to be wrong because yep. she's magic and there's there's nothing here. There's no tension. There's no yeah. there's no like, oh, my God, how are they going to do it in time? It's like she could literally just do what she did to the grandparents. Yeah. And like freeze them in the doorway mm-hmm. and give them eternity to clean the house and then just like unfreeze them or something. That's actually a Rick and Morty episode. But <laughs> now that I think about it, that sounds about right. Yeah, but like she could do that because mm-hmm. she's all powerful. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing there in terms of being like, oh no, they're in trouble. Like at no point in this movie did I ever feel like they were ever going to actually be in trouble for any of the like hijinks they get into. Like the the, the on IMDb, 
So I was looking at it. I was like, how is this movie like described? How do they do the like <laughs> the like, you know, one sentence mm-hmm. like log line of the movie? And it's just two high school nerds use a computer program to literally create the perfect woman, but she turns their lives upside down. Like, yeah, but okay. not, not forever. Permanently. Yeah, For not, the weekend. Not permanently <laughs> and not with any consequences to the kids themselves. Like, even in the moments where it looks like they might, she just saves them from it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, hey, Chet is literally going to murder you guys. Yeah. But don't worry. She's going to turn him into a shit monster, and it's going to make him apologize. It's like, oh, well, yeah. She's fixed every other problem so far, so I didn't yeah. see why she wouldn't have done this one, yeah. too. <laughs> like, it's just, there's nothing to it. So, like, you realize mm-hmm. at that point, like, I, I wrote one of my final notes in it, was just like, so... All of this, all of this was so that Wyatt would have the confidence to grab Hilly's ass and Mm. prematurely proclaim that he loves her. Yeah. And it's like, how is that better than being the nerd who never gets the girl than being the guy who, (laughs) who like, if we're being completely real here, she would like take that moment and be like, okay, all right. And go back inside and be like, whoa. Never again. Yeah, right? It's like we had one night and we hung out and it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But he just said he loves me. And the next time he shows up, he's not going to have this nice car. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, the whole thing is like, you guys need to be liked for who you are. Mm -hmm. And I was like, then why are you magicking them this giant party they could never, ever do? Yeah. Ever again. (laughs) And and have all this cool shit. You know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. It's completely counterproductive. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, that was that a Ferrari? One of them had a Ferrari. Yeah, the red one. one the red Porsche. one. The red that that Ferrari is fucking butt ugly. That is the ugliest fucking car I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe that, that at one point people looked at that and were like, fancy. I want that. <laughs> I need that. I'm gonna work overtime for twelve straight months to save up the money to get me. One of those ugly fucks. <laughs> this is the fucking worst looking car I've ever seen. And that Porsche honestly did not look that fancy. No. When they pulled up in it outside the mall, mm-hmm. when it was like, oh, I'm waiting for my ride. Yeah. And then they pull up. I was like, I didn't. Pontiac? No, yeah. I, 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 I didn't think it was fancy. Yeah, me neither. They were pulling up and I was like, oh, they got a car from somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, the only thing that I thought was impressive was that they were picking up Lisa. Mm-hmm. And then later when it's like, oh, hey, it's the Porsche. I was like, oh, oh, that was supposed to be a fancy car. Yeah. Oh, it kind of looked like shit. Yeah. But, <laughs> like, you like, couldn't you couldn't generate a brand new one? You got one, like, off the used lot? Yeah, it like, really that's... seemed like that. Where it was like, this one is uh, technically is lightly used. That was so weird how gross those cars looked yeah <laughs> like i i because you know because then fucking what like two three years later however many years later you got fucking uh ferris bueller mm-hmm. the car they steal from his dad that one looks awesome yeah that's a great fucking car that is beautiful car. car oh yeah these two cars garbage yeah total yeah. garbage cars i yeah. would never fucking want one of these cars no <laughs> so bad <laughs> um there was truthfully there was one line right near the end of the movie that did give me a little bit of a chuckle from one of the boys oh and it was when Wyatt was uh (laughs) when he was um talking to Lisa about the Chet 
shit monster mm-hmm. and like oh, what's gonna happen or whatever he specifically says to her mm-hmm. and she's like don't worry it'll fucking it'll wear off or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like are you sure like or you know I, I don't remember all of the specifics of the lines between the two of them but it's the fact that he wants her to turn him back or make sure that he gets turned back like he can't be like that forever because it ruined Christmas. <laughs> this hysterical little detail of like, of all the things to be worried about. Yeah. Now that you're like, if your brother gets turned into this like inhuman monster forever, mm-hmm. is that it would ruin Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like not that. that your parents and everyone else is going to be traumatized. Yeah. Like not that his, his quality of life is officially like none yeah. because he is a horrifying monster who could never be a real person in the world ever again. Yeah. He would literally have to like live in a basement or out in the woods and become a monster legend (laughs) throughout Mm -hmm. the years like there's no good ending for a guy who looks like that yeah and his concern is christmas yeah (laughs) um i did (laughs) did you notice how many animal dicks bill paxton named at the beginning of the movie or towards the beginning of the movie when they first meet him he calls his brother donkey dick and i was like (laughs) is that really an insult i want to rethink that one yeah. Next one, though, later in the movie, he calls him monkey dick. And then at one point, he mentions something about a whale's dick. And I was like, why is this character so obsessed with animal dicks? It was in reference to the missile. I right, didn't right, think it yes. was a whale's dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was just like, what, what is with all this dick talk from Bill Paxton? <laughs> Jeez. Um, also, I wrote... I just now seeing it right after this, but it's like, you know, they turn Chet into that shit monster because he's going to, you know, do something bad and tell their parents and blah, 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 whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, why don't you just mind wipe him too? Yeah. Makes it easier. You don't have to turn him into a literal giant farting pile of shit. Yeah. Like I, oh, so bad. So disappointing. So terrible. And then the end of the movie doesn't make like... Any fucking sense? Any sense at all. Because she's just like, I'm going to leave now. Mm-hmm. And then all the shit that she like did for them disappears. Like the cars go away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that kind of shit. Apparently, like their clothes I, look normal now or yeah, whatever. They don't address what happens with the grandparents in the cupboard. Yeah. I was hope I was I was hoping there'd be like one final like what like, <laughs> you know, like show like show Wyatt at the like uh like kitchen. I forget how their kitchen was set up, but I'm sure there's like an island in there mm-hmm. that he could be like sitting at and yeah. then show like one of his parents going to the pantry and like opening it and like screaming and then it just cuts to credits or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Give a little something like, oh, yeah, remember that? They forgot about that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure I'd have plenty of questions anyway, but at least like have it do something yeah. in the end. But yeah, so she leaves. Everything goes away. And it's like, OK, well, now they're just normal kids again, but they've apparently learned a lesson I guess. In confidence? Not, yeah, not Maybe. that I really noticed, but uh, good for them or whatever. Yeah. And then that last moment where there's like a gym class and then she comes in and mm-hmm. she's the PE teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so did she like disappear off into the into the nothing? Or did she literally go somewhere? It seems like she like... Did she literally walk out the door and be like, and got on a bus? I mean, she... and went, or, or did she just like... Off into nothingness and then just reappear somewhere else for no reason? Did some other kids create her? Why is she back? I don't know. And to end the movie on that, too, yeah. it's like, was that like attempted sequel bait? 
Like, like we're not done with Lisa or something like, or was it literally just like, um, this is a funny, completely unrelated to the rest of the movie moment with Lisa. That is just so funny that it has to be in the movie. Yeah. It's like, really? Cause that was not very funny. All it did was raise questions yeah. and it was kind of a shit thing to just end the movie on. Yeah. It was like, and then all the kids follow. She says, drop and give me 20. And then. All 20 of them dropped to the floor. Yeah. Get it? Hmm. <laughs> like, that's awful. That is a shit end joke. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> fact that she's, and she's not just like a random PE teacher somewhere. She's at their high oh, school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's she's not, wearing she a Shermer High School shirt. She didn't go across like, country or anything, you know, go like, go to any other place in the world. How many no. people at that school are going to recognize her now yeah, from right? that party? Like, oh, hey, you were Or at that do party, they right? all forget? Yeah, she just mind wipes everybody. Did everyone Who forget knows? that that party even happened? Except yeah, for the are two they girls? even cool anymore? Yeah, like what is the, what 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 what? Why? Um, How? Yeah, <laughs> but all of this because I was very surprised to be sitting there and 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 watching it and being like, it's not just a case of like it's not quite for me. Like I would probably say that about Sixteen Candles. I wouldn't really watch Sixteen Candles again. It's That's not fair. really necessarily for me. I didn't hate it, though. Yeah. I thought it was a little, like, rough, and I was wondering where Molly Ringwald was, but <laughs> overall, it was like, eh, that was all right, but I'm probably not going to watch it again. Yeah. You I, are a dude. Yeah, but I was shocked sitting there watching this movie and being like, I kind of hate this movie. Like, I can't believe I'm sitting here watching a John Hughes movie and being like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, there are not good jokes in this movie. Like... And, and not like there are jokes that are not good, but like they're just there's almost no good jokes in this movie. Yeah. At least anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now that times have changed or whatever. But like it was it was a real bummer. And I was like, the fuck happened here? You know, like mm -hmm. how 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 is how is the breakfast club guy? Mm -hmm. How does this come out? And something that I rushed. Looked, well, something that I looked up that sort of gave me a little bit of insight kind of kind of like I teased at the very beginning of this and then didn't talk about for a long time <laughs> again allegedly but this makes a shitload of sense so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like take it as as truth but allegedly John Hughes was not very happy making this movie and was really only doing it because the people that he was working with so, you know the studio production company whatever the fuck it was mm-hmm they were like, we really want you to make this weird science movie. I'm sure it was one of those things where it was literally just like that pitch of like, oh, they uh, they create a woman and, you know, she, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't that be fun? And someone was like, that would make us a lot of money. You should make that one. Mm -hmm. And if you make that one, we'll give you as much creative control as you need to make The Breakfast Club. Mm. And suddenly things fell into place. Yep. And I was like, oh, I could absolutely see someone who wants so badly to make a movie like The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Which is so not one of those 80s teen movies with the party scene and the bullshit and all yeah. that. That he would be like, well, I've got to make this so fine. Here, here's all the, like, I, I wrote in my notes, like, this almost feels like a parody of an 80s movie, but mm -hmm. it's not. Like, it's clearly not, yeah. but it almost <laughs> feels like it. And now I can kind of understand why is because it's like, okay, what? You need the the titty scene 
Mm-hmm. You know, someone randomly has their tits out, so fine. That one girl has her clothes sucked off by the vacuum chimney. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Fuck it. A vacuum chimney. Who gives a shit? Yeah. The house is ruined. There's Mad Max people in it. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Let me get to make the fucking breakfast club. We're going to have one really long shot that just goes in reverse of everything going back in the chimney. Yeah, like, it doesn't even matter. How do you like that? <laughs> like, I, I almost wish, like, I, I'm going to, like, try to search out and see if I can find any record of John Hughes being like I made weird science terrible on purpose yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that's I I hope that that's the case yeah because I can't imagine him sitting there and making a movie like this and being like another classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see that oh man oh man yeah I uh I I'm I have a few other notes but i i i i think i'm gonna have to tap out on this one yeah there's um uh not enough hours of the day to talk <laughs> about fucking weird science but um yeah we got one more week of uh of john hughes month and this one i think finally moves at least a little bit further into the future it's at least not 1985 yes. anymore um and i think and i think we're finally moving away from the the like the brat pack specifically too we are yeah yeah so so it should be fun uh i mean there's really no reason to like hide it or anything but we're gonna be watching uncle buck which is one that i know that we've both seen but Mm -hmm. it has been a decent amount of like uncle buck was not my john candy movie that was not the one that i watched a whole bunch as a kid or anything like that yeah. Like, I know that there's plenty of people who are like, I've seen Uncle Buck like 70 fucking times, <laughs> you yeah. know? And it's, it's like, like <clears throat> I've seen it once, like 20 mm, something years ago. Yeah. I would say, like, I probably saw it like two, three times throughout my like childhood. Mm-hmm. And then maybe once since then. So yeah. it, it'll definitely have some stuff in it that'll, that'll be surprising to me. So it should be hopefully a fun way to end it. And yes. it's John Candy, man. You gotta yeah. fucking love John Candy. I'm excited. Um, But yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for Popcorn for Dinner this week. This is Jeff. And Kelly. So what would you little maniacs like to do first? (laughs) 